September the 12th, 1978. Yeah, but what is it? You missed out what it is. I never I never say what it is. Okay, I always say September the 12th, 1978, because that <laughs> sounds... We've talked about this 60 episodes. It sounds more like it's a sort of... September 12th, 1978. Four men entered one giant pudding factory. Only three men live. This what? is the mystery of the giant pudding factory missing man. Wait. Welcome to Mystery Towers. Okay, yeah, that's fine, but that's your aesthetic choice. I'm Mr. E. What? Towers. Why, why do we have to go with your aesthetic choice? Well, we clearly don't, because every other episode, <laughs> it's, oh, my leg, oh, you started, oh, pong, slurp. I'm just going to eat three easy peelers now. Garfield by Jim Davis for August the 12th, 1966. You're a butthead guy. 1966? It's very retro, It's because you, you get it wrong, you oh, see. I see. Do right. the words. Hmm, smack. It's just on it. Do there the notes go. as well. Bing, bing. Thank you. Hello and welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. It's the podcast that hasn't had an episode released for almost two months because we've had a series of breakdowns and sadnesses and illnesses and just... What was it? So I had a little mini. You had a... Well, a mini let's, let's, let's get this off the top. I think we talked about it at the agricultural show. Mm. Um, but for those of you that didn't listen to that, uh, sadly one of our cats, the lovely yeah. Bourbon the Cat, passed away yeah. very suddenly and quite shockingly. Um, yeah. Due to uh, diabetic complications, yeah. um, diabetic ketoacidosis, which yeah. um, did fill my brain with what on earth is diabetic ketoacidosis? Um, <sighs> well, organ failure, basically. Yeah. We took him to, we rushed him to the hospital, but there was nothing they could do, unfortunately. He yeah. had very big diabetes, and um, it, I don't, I don't think it was treated aggressively enough, but. Uh, it's quite small, is that right? It is quite small. Smaller? I think, but yours is quite small as well, so I think it should be equal. Oh, so um, let's leap from grieving Sorry. a beloved pet of several years to audio engineering. Yeah. This took, it's a weirdly fitting comic because we sat down to record this after the several brain wrongs yeah. we'll, that we'll, happened we'll after a couple of months. We'll park that and then go back to it. Um, and for some reason, the audio settings on my PC were all out of whack. When I was recording, it sounded weird, it looked weird. Like, I made a small change to audio settings yesterday to try and get something to work with my TV. Then that, I don't know if that worked, but I also installed uh, a new a new copy of Reaper. Yeah. Had to wind that back, play about with the drivers, factory reset the little box that my speakers are plugged into. So Something had happened somewhere along it, the line. It took about half an hour, and so hopefully this sounds okay. The waveforms are very small, but that might be fine. I genuinely, okay. I genuinely Apologies don't know. Apologies if it's a bit wobbly, but you know, we thought it was better to do something. The thing is, we know several audio engineers, and I should just give somebody fifty quid to come to our house. Right? We'll make you, we'll yeah, make you then, tea. But then the, the come settings will change. No. no, 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 and have them fixed in stone and written down somewhere. Like, have oh, a notepad enough. file of these are the equalizers. Did you these not write it down? Did you not write down ones that you normally use? I don't normally use settings. I just turn it on. So when well, we why don't you do that? Why don't you get it to a point where it sounds like because I don't because I don't know what I don't know what sounds acceptable. But you've I don't have an ear for it. Okay, okay, right. But you've let me let I'm me not, rephrase that. I'm not that. wearing my slippers. You, you why don't you? So for sev right, <laughs> there have been episodes in the past where you have been happy with the sound. Write down those settings. But I don't know what those settings are. So write them down. But how I don't know what they are. We'll look them up. How. Because it's on, literally on the screen in front of you. But it's, what? No, but that's from the past. I don't know what this is. No, all right, well, fine, you know, get a, an acceptable one in the future, this write what, them down. That's what I, that's what Do I said. Do it yourself. No, because I don't know what good sounds like. But you know what acceptable sounds like, and you've put material out. 
Just write them down. I don't know. I, I need well. So addition. Is this an authority thing? Yes. Like you don't. So feel somebody you've who got knows. Somebody it. who knows what things sound like should come and and set things up so that they sound like How what things sound like. this kind of like? Because is this why the hobo might, lifestyle appeals I'm, to you? Yes. <laughs> because you don't have to worry about rules. Because I might secretly be doing something wrong without knowing it. I wonder where that comes from. Where does it come from? Probably undiagnosed neurodivergence that throughout childhood and adulthood led to... But you can't say that anymore, can you? Because you'll offend a Spaniard. No, no, carry on with the sentence without distracting. (laughs) Um, Probably because of, yeah, undiagnosed wasp names that have led to uh, misunderstandings or misunderstanding or like not seeing social cues or not seeing... Like when we've had conversations where you've... Uh, well, I've still got my headphones in. Yeah, I was going to say, I wondered why. We've had conversations... Oh, that sounds better. We've had conversations in the past where you were like, oh, do this for me, and I did this, and then you were grumpy because there was a secret second thing that you hadn't said, and I thought I'd filled out the brief. This has gone from, like, naught to 60 <laughs> has, really yeah. quickly. So we still been... got a pin in the last couple of months yes. to explain. The upshot is I need to get somebody who knows... Because also, when we were recording with the old microphone... That had some software that did some additional filtering that had some like equalization set up, which I've not set up for this because this is pure unfiltered audio from my mouth to your ears. Welcome to the opposite. Real podcast. Real podcast for men. Do you want to buy something that'll shave your balls? Buy something that'll shave your balls or the balls of others. We had a, an email from a company that wanted to sell us wanted, something that would shave balls. Wanted to advertise testicle shaving. Really? We, yes. No. Hi, what? we've listened to your podcast. You fucking haven't, because the big uh, thing about this is... What do they want to sell? Testicle shaving. Really? Why? We've just... Uh, you just did no, this. No, I know, you but said I thought, really I thought that same. was a joke. It's not much of a joke. Although just, I... Just buy a razor. Well, I did trim my downstairs Your garden leather carriage. With the Your big, hygienic zone. My, with my hygiene zone, act one. <laughs> um, with the hair trimmers, like the, the big the big head hair trimmers. And, not going to lie... Snagged a couple of times in a very intimate <laughs> position. So maybe I should get something with a bit of a guard on it that doesn't just every now and again sink its blades into my personal hose <laughs> and cause a series of dignified yelps from the bathroom. Maybe I should. Well, you do you. I, um. Once again, I am facing difficulties caused entirely yes. by myself. Like Kelly's avoidable scenarios. Yes. Speaking of difficulties, we've yeah. had a bad it's been two months. Really tricky. Like, Bourbon passing, I think, kicked us both that, in the head. That was horrible. That was horrible, yeah. Poor little sausage. Um that took a while. And then you had a big old I had dive a, I into had a couple of dives into the abyss. I think basically it's been one of those passages of time where if one or two things had happened and there'd been space on either side of them mm. to process and deal with them, I wouldn't have gone half as wobbly as I did you were very but wobbly. it felt like yeah. it was week after week after week there was a new horror it was relentless and yeah. then it, it meant that there was no space to be like well that sucked I'm yeah. going to process this I'm going to grieve that particular thing like um, my agent dropped me yeah and that sucked and then a week later bourbon died and that was awful and then I spent a week with my parents which was nice to see them but also difficult in the way that spending time with parents can be Especially when it looks like one of them's not particularly well and could yeah. be getting a bit worse. Yeah. And it's difficult to emphasise the importance of seeing a doctor quickly. And then yeah. you got... It, it's tricky convincing the older generation that 
um, medical care is both possible and good. Mm. And then you had COVID, and then you had a big brain wobble. I had a big COVID, and then well, it wasn't a huge. It wasn't a huge brain wobble so much as I had a little brain wobble, but that was mostly caused by the chronic pain issue. Mm. Um, so it's been really difficult for me to even sit and record anything because of physical pain. Um, but the good news on that is that oh, I finally had a, a diagnosis um, of um, hypermobile EDS slash hypermobility spectrum disorder, which kind of everyone knew. But you know. mm, Because um, you're basically tombs from well, X-Files. I had to have a, um echocardiogram, which I've not had the results back for, so I'm assuming everything's fine because no one's got in touch with me and gone, don't go up any stairs. <laughs> yes. um, Watch uh, out for loud noises. Yeah, because the rheumatologist was like, yeah, you're very bendy. Because mm -hmm. um, I, I always thought I was like moderately bendy, but she said, yeah, you're no, really bendy. No, you're a circus person. Yeah, I no, I, I'd always thought it was quite mild, but yeah, she said, no, this is this is quite, you're very, very bendy. <laughs> You've got a case of the this advanced is, bends. Yeah, this is this is why I get so much joint pain. Why um, is the bends called the bends? I don't know. Okay, cool. As, as you were. Oh, sniff time. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh. Um... Apologies, everyone. It is uh, mold spores and fun uh, fungus season, so um, even though I've taken an antihistamine. Do you know the line isn't mold spores and fungus? It's in a different order. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've, it's it's in my head as spores, I collect mold spores and fungus, but it's not that. Yeah. It's it's in a different order, which so sounds weirder. It fits. It sounds weirder. Maybe that's intentional. Oh, to emphasize his awkwardness. Yes. The Egon Spengler. The Egon Spengler. I've got a case of the Egon Spenglers. Mm. Anyway. I had a great moment um, the other day where hang somebody... Hang on, hang on. I was talking what? about my old agonies. Let me just oh, get I was it just about to be very crass and make a let trouser me, reference. Let me so just get enough. it out of my system. Hmm. Um, so yes, I had an echocardiogram, which I've never had before. They like do an ultrasound on your heart from all kinds of weird and wonderful angles um, with the horrible cold gel. Mm. Um, and... Um, yeah, I still don't know what the results are, so presumably everything's fine. Cause, like, but you can get, like, um, sort of a dilation of some things and, like, um, flow of blood going in funny ways that just usually needs monitoring. Um, I don't have any kind of vascular EDS, which that's is good. great. And also, if, if I did, I've already have had problems, so I would already have been diagnosed, so that's good. Um, and um, I've had some... Um, the rheumatologist was like, how long have you been in pain? I was like, as long as I can remember. And she's just <laughs> sort of... Oh, no. oh. <laughs> Um, she was very, very kind and very good, very experienced, like obviously very senior. It was really nice to be taken seriously and to have someone listen to me and be like, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Um, so, um, how yeah, she how gave sad me that that's refreshing. Yeah. Um, and she gave me some um, like the painkillers, which are usually used for arthritis and um, things like that and for acute gout, bizarrely. Um, and um, yes, yeah, so I've been taking those for a week or so. Well, I'm allowed to take them for a week and then I've got to take them, you know, I can take them as and when needed but try not to take them too much so it's been nice to have a little bit of um respite pain-free yeah. days or moderately and i've got an appointment booked in for next week for uh ultrasound guided injection in my hip um nice which will be good it's it's been good to get a move on you know and yes. actually start to sort it out because i was like yeah there were some moments where over the last couple of months where i was just i was actually in tears with joint pain so yeah, I couldn't sit down and do anything. I was too. I was. Ju I was just, just struggling. And it was only when I had a couple of pain-free days that I was like, "Oh, mm, other people other have this." Yeah. I again, similar to not the same as, but the first time I had ADHD meds that actually kicked in mm. and I could do things, and there was a moment of like, "Hang the fuck on, mm. what is this the default?" Yeah, I just got off off the sofa the other day, yeah. and, and, and didn't. 
have to like it. It wasn't a palaver. I remember the times that you said to me, like, "Do you like what current what current aches and pains do you have? Can you do this without hurting?" And I've said, "Well, yeah, obviously, I have no current aches and pains." Oh. And you're like, well, "What is is that unusual for?" No, no, I just no. Everything hurts, you know, all day usually. That sucks. For me. When I say everything, I mean like there's a, you know in the sort of general scheme of things it's either knees ankles hips usually back my left shoulder like that's been hurting a lot lately even knees, with the medicine ankles hips and i have back. to you know when i sleep i sort of have like we've got those big bolster cushions that you know shove one between my knees or or to prop the knee up so it doesn't pull the hip over i did briefly think that you were using those to build like a little wall like a like a divorce wall <laughs> of pillows in the bed between not in us. the slightest no it's to stop my um shoulder and hips um collapsing should when I'm we sleeping. get you one of those body pillows with a shrek on it no, you to... but I did think actually. So it's a pain in the literal bum. Like when I want to turn over in the night, like having to sort the pillows out, it mm. kind of wakes me up a bit. I was thinking about what if you could have a pair of pajamas with like a kind of bolster sewn in, right? Um, so that when you wanted to roll over, it just went with you. Okay. And I was like, genuinely, it sounds a bit daft, but actually, for people who need it, that could a sort be... of foam-based yeah. sleeping suit. Well, let's yeah. not let's not talk about this on air. Let's capitalize on this and make our millions for circus people like I'd, you i think it'd just be a really good to like, wear medical a kind aid. of yeah. foam trouser well no, not a foam only on the inside so that it kind of keeps the knees separate so you could you know you could maybe do it at the knees and ankles to reduce the um interesting uh like weight have i told you about the discovery that i I saw a friend of ours posted a screenshot of a TikTok or something. You know, you know how information is conveyed these days. A sort yes. of photocopy of a fax of a fax of a photocopy of a picture of a horse. Um, about sitting... Baudrillard is not even rolling in his grave. Sitting... He's, he's rotated out of it and is spinning across the sky. Mm. Uh, sitting with a belt around my thighs. So just above my knees. Belt there. Because I sit like a, mm. like a pile of straw. I sit on my legs. I sit like this. You're constantly and fiddling. I'm a, I'm a fidgety boy and I sit in weird ways. Yeah. And having the belt around your legs here, not ridiculously tight to cut off a flow of blood. I'm not a medical doctor, but you probably shouldn't do that. It, it, it like provides them together? It or? provides a kind of pressure on either side that feels almost like the pressure here. Obviously, there's the physical barrier stopping you from sitting on your own legs like a big fool because you can't move them but being able to push against that provides a similar sort of sensation and yeah it's really peculiar i've been able to sit at my desk like a normal human for extended periods of time without trying to sit like this the next step is doing that in the office why what what is the the feeling of needing to sit like that so at the moment the guy looks like a, it is a sort of tangle of noodle legs i'm, I'm sort of sitting cross-legged but on a chair yeah um, it's, I don't know, it just... Is it just something to do? I don't think it's an autism thing, because I know people who are not autistic that sit like this. Shout out to the bisexuals, and so on and so forth. That, that's what they say, isn't it? Sitting like a bisexual. Sitting on your legs like that. Um, they can't say that to you, but they do. What? No, I'm just waiting for whatever this is. Um, I don't know what this is. Um, I don't know, I just, um, I'm, a, I'm a wriggly mate, I'm a fidgety boy. And, yeah, having something strapped around to push your thighs against, effectively, provides enough of that sensation to make it less desirable. What do you... What was that? You, you hoved. 
what that was was adjusting that leg because I can feel the side of my hip start to hurt. Uh, I just thought you were approaching me with menace in your No, heart. I wasn't. No, I'm going to have to move this chair and stuff. Here we go. That reminds me of something that my father said, which was, Hello and welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. It's oh, yeah. an unedited husband and wife Garfield review podcast. I'm your host, Guy Kelly. Hello, I'm Kat. Um, which is one of the indicators that you should probably see a doctor. Mm, possibly. Um, so yes, this is an unedited Garfield review podcast that has been on hold for a couple of months. And we didn't really say, we, we initially said, sorry about the delay, things are going downhill. And then we just didn't keep people we up to speed too, with it. Too sad. We were very sad. In the, the issue is that if we if we weren't both people plagued with poor mental and physical health, we wouldn't be I nearly as funny. We, well, <laughs> there's that, and also I think we would we would be much more regular with these broadcasts hmm. and probably much more successful as podcasters. But alas, we 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 work with what we're given. Hmm. I, I still think this counts as a podcasting empire. Do you think? Not a great one. You've only got one podcast. Well, yeah, but... No, okay, you, you're right. Yeah. That's not particularly imperial. It's a podcasting island state. Uh, top five mints. Um, well, so, I bought some After Eights you did. Um, recently, uh, anticipating a delicious After Eight experience. And I think they've changed the recipe sometime in the last few years since I last bought them. Do you? Um, I think they're smaller, for a start. Mm. Um, and um, the chocolate, I think, is still about the same, but they've done something to the middle. Like, I wonder if they've, like, reduced the sugar content or something and replaced it with something else. Um, but it's not... It's not as refreshing. It's not as minty. It's like a weird, syrupy sort of... Well, it's not syrupy. It's... It's just weird. It, it's unpleasant. They've done something. It tastes more artificial. I think they've done it to save money, and they've, yeah, they've changed the recipe and they're no good anymore. Is an after eight a cannelloni? No, because cannelloni is open. A ravioli. Yes. Okay. Yes, an after eight. Is like a, a pop tart. Who sponsors this show? Pop tarts are also ravioli. Yeah. Um, top five mints, please. I don't like the soft ones. I, so far, I've said top five yeah, mints, no, and what, you, what you've given what me I'm is doing, two things that you don't like. Well, I'm going through, and like, systematically, right, probably at the top is those Elizabeth Shaw ones, you know, the round ones with, like, the sugar and the crunchy ones. Those are really good. I don't know what they are. Are they chocolate well, mints? Or are they yeah, chocolate mints. You like the mints that have got, like, little crackly crunches yeah, inside, don't ones. you? Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. That's a strangers mint. Those ones, they're lovely. Um, I like a Bendix. They're quite nice. Um, and, like, the round ones with the so mints inside. You're, you're going for chocolate mints. Yeah, but that, those count. Okay. Um, I do not like glacier mints. Mm. Um, do you like glacier fruits? They're very different. Mm. Do you mean like a glacier cherry? No! Fox's glacier mints and right. Fox's glacier fruits. Are so they imagine like fruity flavoured sweets? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're see-through boiled sweets yeah, that are fruit flavoured with the polar bear, but they're not mint flavoured because yeah. they're fruit flavoured no. and fruit isn't a mint. Ooh, no, I don't really mint. like them. No. Fair enough. Imagine biting into an apple, but it was just mint flavour. That's fucked up. Apple and mint is alright, though. Like, in a pudding. Um, raspberry and mint. Those what? Nice. Be lovely. Um, a bit like fresh mint. On a sort of, you know... Toothpaste. In a, su a summery pudding. A summery pudding? A summery pudding. Um, yeah, the soft... Horrible. The sort of they sort of got that weird, soft, crumbly texture. Disgusting. Oh, I Disgusting. love those—the ones you could get in bags from Marks and Spencers, yeah, and you'd suck them, and then they they suddenly become minty chalk, horrible. a bit like Edinburgh horrible. Rock. 
foul. Do you like Edinburgh Rock? No. Too oh, sweet. Well too sweet. Um, and, and, uh, ugh, mm. ugh, the <laughs> texture makes my mouth go claggy. Um, and I do not like it. Fair enough. Um, I'm not mad keen on mints, just generally. Like a polo mm. mint I'll have. Mm. I quite like a polo mint, but if I, I like mint in the form of chocolate. We had the mint... Um, the Terry's chocolate, chocolate orange thing, which is bonkers because it's a it's in the it's shape a mint of an orange. orb. Yes, um, that was, was very quite, good. It was quite tasty, but then mint chocolate is usually. Mm. Um, I like a Clanico mint cream, which you can't get anymore. Clanico. Yes, they're, they're sort of size of old two peas. I do. I, I like a peppermint and cream. And thick. I need to make some with a sort of um, like a, a kind of hard shell, not a hard shell like you get on a Smarty. Chocolate in a, a hard shell. That's a pair. Mm. But a like a sugary shell and a, and a fondant inside. Do you mean like the kind of shell that you'd have around a sugared almond? Uh, right. I'm just going to show you a picture okay. of this. Um, however, there is a company that makes... Also, no. Because that, that fits the same space as like a Smarty shell. Uh, there's a company that... Does it? They're quite different. Smarty shells are quite um, crisp and easy to break. But the sugared almond ones are sort of... These fuckers. Wrapped uh, in paper that you get... You know, you get them through a sweet disgusting. shell, wouldn't you? Re really? Yep. And this is, you can get sort of this version of them now, which is well, broadly no, the same thing. No. And they are well nice. Can't find a nude one. There we go. That's that's a nude one. No. No, not a fan. That's high up on the on the mint tier list for me. Oh, I don't like them. They're too powdery. How to make peppermint creams. I think I've made peppermint creams once. And I had a sort yeah, of... Yeah, I, I want to make some. Um, You sort of drop them into a little thing with icing sugar, don't you? But, um, I like the little hand dance power. you're doing. Yeah. Um, I tried making some with my granddad once, and I think we used too much water. What we ended up making was sort of blue paint nah, that taste, fun, tasted though? minty. Oh, yes, we yes. did. Um, yeah, I've got a load of peppermint essence in the cupboard. I should make some. Uh, or some little peppermint chocolates. Mm. Uh, 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 what other. Oh, um, mint sticks. Really mint good. sticks, no, that's Very good. Yeah. Very good. A tier. Um, yeah, I like, I like the Bendix selection box. I like anything that's sort of like. The little kind mint of bitter crisps. and chocolatey. Yeah, bitter and chocolatey. With the, the I find mint I, crisps I quite challenging. The crystals of sugar in them. I, I, I like that because I think I don't like anything that's kind of artificially sweet, if that makes sense. Mm. And I don't like things that are too sweet. So the uh, a dark chocolate with mint, I'd prefer to something sort of sugary. And I think they're too sugary is the problem. Okay. I'm not mad. I'm, I haven't got a very sweet tooth. Okay. Mm. I'll prefer that. What are your top five mints? I think the crumbly mints. Ugh. Like, well up there. A mint imperial, I'm not fussed about. It's horrible. But I'll eat. Mm. Like, there's a, there's sort of sandy innards. What's your fan opinion of, of a polo? <sighs> it's bit pointless. Mid. Mid. Like, ugh, I just like fine polo. Fine. I, again, I enjoyed the fruit polos that happened. Do you get mostly the texture and the coolness from them? Oh, now that I'm noseless in mm. Seattle. Yeah. Top tier mint is a Clanico mint cream. Because mm. you can either bite into it and have a little little bit of resistance to your teeth, or you can suck it until it becomes a sort of fondant mm. paste. So it's got a nice texture. The crumbly mints are well good. Um, Do you get the coolness in places? Yeah, oh yeah, I can. Yeah. I, I yeah, experience yeah. mint. Yeah. Um, mint, mint, mint. Put it on your butthole. Mm. This has been an advert from the International Mint Council. What are the best... We're coming up to the festive season. Ooh. What are your top tier 
chocolates to have on a coffee table over Christmas. Christmas, Christmas gruffles. Bendix of Mayfair. Yeah, the, the Bendix selection it's, box. It's a classy mint box, Catherine. It's the, the Elizabeth Shaw little round ring of them for me. See, I find those... If I had a box of different assorted chocolate mints... You wouldn't have them. The it last, works out the quite nicely because I, I like those ones. The ones I'd know. leave would be those. I'd still eat them. Yeah. But I wouldn't, like, spring out of bed excited to encounter them. I'd be like, okay, there's, there's nothing else left. It's time to eat these. I like something with a fondant in. Mm. I like a, uh, I like a, I like a soft minty boy. But yeah, also like a matchmaker. Matchmaker, the, like different. the sticks. Yeah, yeah, Were yeah. they the ones with the, like the white fondant running through? Yeah, or, yeah. Very nice. I think one of those guys. I, I like a minty Christmas box. What else for your top tier Christmas chocolate? I mean, obviously, I'm a fan of a chocolate orange. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not made of wood. I like a cherry liqueur. Oh yeah. With a cherry in it. Oh yeah, that's really that's, that's where it's at. Yeah, Get like a real because you you like the um the cho- the cure chocolate selection box I, generally, don't I you? I always get myself um a um sort of like a famous names kind mm. of like I don't like getting the really posh liqueur chocolates because <laughs> I don't think they're as nice. <laughs> 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 yeah, I get myself a little box of the of chocolate cherry uh, liqueurs where it's at the like in the little see through plastic box, yeah. each of them individually wrapped. Yeah. Bit of brandy and little brandied cherry, surrounded by chocolate. Very good. Woof. Um, I quite like a Ferrero Rocher, but they are, as previously discussed, a very not, classy not chocolate. Not a classy chocolate. A very upper class chocolate. Did you have one from Hawksmoor? They're they're sort of knockoff Ferrero Rocher. Possibly. That's, Is it the that's big one? well good. Like it's not the, the size of a of a football, but it's like you yeah. know about yeah, yay big. I think big. so. Yeah, it's quite nice. That's that's yeah. well good. I, I like I like an upper class take on I might, a. Uh, I might try making some Christmas chocolates this year. Ooh, yeah, that'd be a cute idea. That would did, be good. I did have a go at making some chocolates, and it, it worked out quite nicely, like some liqueur chocolates, um, from scratch. You did; they were very good. Yeah, with your curvature. Yeah, that was quite enjoyable. But I think I didn't temper the chocolate because I wasn't sure if it was a chocolate that needed tempering, so they mm. came out a little bit dull looking. But they tasted nice. I'm going to temper it now. Nice. I think of other exciting. I've got the sugar thermometer now. So I've got a sugar that, thermometer. Yeah. I need to make some marshmallow. Yes, I'd love I'm... that. Could you make some marshmallow and then we can dip some of it in like desiccated coconut and some of it in chocolate? Oh, I mean, dipping it in desiccated coconut would ruin that batch of marshmallow, but you can do that if you'd like. Um, will you? You will eat a um a macaroon, won't you? Because oh, you have some of those under, ones I made. Under like. Did you like the lemony ones? I do. Oh, it's. I've got some desiccated coconut. I might make some macaroons at some point. But it's like eating a bounty, isn't it? You'd do it, but you wouldn't oh, enjoy it. I a bounty. No. I uh, learned the other week that they've got rid of dark bounties. Apparently so. They've stopped doing them. That was one of my favourite chocolate bars. Well, there we go. Like that was, that was my treat when I was a kid, a dark bounty. A furious. Work out how to replicate it. You've got cooking chocolate. You've got desiccated coconut. Make a little log of sugary well, I might paste. I might just make some macaroons and then drizzle them with dark chocolate. Yeah, that's fair enough. Or dip them in dark chocolate. That's mm. So yes, with the sugar thermometer, mm. I would like to make marshmallows, which I've made, I think, once or twice when I was a child. I must have been, I don't know, 13. What you flavour know. are you going to make them? Raspberry? Uh, standard. Standard. What, what standard? What sugar? Uh, vanilla. Oh, vanilla, right. Yes. Oh, with some actual vanilla bean. Um, you could do it with dried, like freeze-dried raspberries. Could. And I'd also like to make nougat, because I attempted to make nougat once, but again, that just turned into a kind of paste. Because I think I didn't boil the sugar for was long Was it enough. a tasty paste? It was a tasty paste. Um, well, we've got a proper sugar thermometer now. No, we, we've yeah. got a proper sugar thermometer, so we should thermometer some yeah. sugar. 
I love making sweet cream cakes and chocolates and things. I like making sweet cream It always feels a little bit like, who am I doing this for? But I'm it's doing it for you. me. <laughs> and you, d- you deserve to and have it's really nice. nice cakes I and enjoy the chocolates and fancies and like little... I might make some marzipan and do little marzipan shapes. I tell you what, we I used to enjoy making marzipan fruits. Don't care for marzipan. No, you but, don't, famously, but, which is great because I love it so I can have your marzipan. But I loved making marzipan fruits again as a, as a child. I used to be quite into cakes and sugar craft. I was thinking about making a Christmas cake. I think mm. we have to do that very soon. What we could do is get raspberries, put them in the dehydrator, mm. and then put those in your, mm. your marshmallows. Probably better to get freeze-dried ones, then. Well, I was just excited about doing it. Like oh, yeah. No, that'd be fun. Doing, doing yeah. all of our things. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. There we go. Ooh. Oh, I know. It's it's not a particularly Sorry. engaging conversation, Sorry. is it? But no. Ow. Oh, no. That's all right. Bone time. Just moving my bones around. Mm. But they're not too bad because I have my painkiller. That's good news. My <laughs> arthritis painkiller. Your arthritis medication. Mm. Well, if it... If it, it works, yeah. It's, like it's joint pain, so, yeah. If it works, it works. It also makes me feel a bit like... I think going to a rheumatologist, like an actual consultant specialist who said, you are very bendy. We need to get all this checked out. Hmm. No wonder you're in so much pain was like very um, validating, very helpful because it's like for many, many years, I've been anxious that I'm making a fuss about nothing. And lots of people have pain. And who am I to to whinge? Hmm. And then it's sort of like, uh, no, actually. No, you, you have an unusual level of agony. Yeah. It's, it is not ideal no. to be in pain all of the time. It is not, no. And it is allowed to not be in pain mm. all of the time if you can find a way to do this. Mm. I always think that rheumatology should be the word for folklore. Why? Rumour. Oh, right. Rather than R-H-E-U-M. Rheumatology is... Another name for painting and decorating. Nice. That's very good. Mm. <laughs> Just stunned with the force of that pun. Roombatology. Hoovers. That's not very good. No. No. But, you know. It could be worse. Could be worse. Welcome to <laughs> I Don't Like Mondays, the podcast that could be worse and will. And probably will, yes. yeah. We've got a little holiday planned, which I'm oh, excited yes. about. Um uh, I found a really good deal on a little holiday cottage. Not no. even an Airbnb, thank goodness. A little I'm hut not, to sit in. I refuse to use Airbnb ever again. I just I don't like the exploitation. Mm. Um, but yeah, we've got a little hut to sit in um, uh, with a big log fire um, in Somerset. So we're going to go and look at like look at some Glastonbury haunted Town. things. Drink we're some tractor wine. Glastonbury tour. We should go and look at some haunted things. I want to go to Stourhead where there's like some lovely follies. Um, yeah. And um, I've, I'm compiling a list of haunted and unsettling things mm. for us to have a look at. I genuinely think we should make... Oh, and the Motor Museum. Nice. We should make either a podcast or a YouTube series about follies. I think yeah, probably a YouTube series. Thinking about it. Well, it ne- it's very visual. Yes. But the, th- the thing with that is we'd have to write scripts and edit it. I would have... Um, I, I would enjoy doing that after I've done my dissertation. After you've done your dissertation. So I, I've got a um, big block of time. I need to get my fin- dissertation finished and in. Um, and then I'll have time for other things. Hmm. Um, and the other things that I want to do are picking up again on my oil painting. Um, and I want to learn the harp. Yes, you've mentioned yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. A... I've always wanted to. 
I'm going to make room in the wardrobe to store it. To, to put a harp. Yeah. And I'm going to get a miniature one, you mm-hmm. know, like a, a sort of 29 or 34 string or whatever. Um, so yay-ish. And then I'm going to learn the harp. Nice. Yeah. Is this to serenade people at LARPs? Is it going to be a LARP harp? Possibly And then you could not, break wind and it would well, be a LARP harp harp. LARP harp harp, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could break wind on hmm. top of plastic sheeting oh. at an organised gathering and while playing an instrument and then hmm. it would be a LARP harp tarp harp. It would, yes. <laughs> um, well, that's the title of the episode, the <laughs> LARP harp tarp. I'm going to write that down before I forget it. On what is this? A box of ADHD medication. I have never seen anything more appropriate. Um, yeah, I just I just like to learn the harp. I've always wanted to, and then yeah, I've, then I'll have time to like research and do some scripts and things for Follywood, which I will find interesting. Hmm. But what? yes, I think I think it would be genuinely fascinating. They are um, underappreciated, um, weird things that exist. Buildings. Well, what we are going to do is, and I'm I'm fairly sure we've agreed this in advance, but if not. We are. Uh, we're going to wear these portable microphones while looking at some follies on our holiday. And we are going to talk about the follies that yeah, we are looking that at. Yeah, sounds good. Maybe we, we could to... do it as a slideshow on YouTube with like a nice picture of each folly as we're talking about it. Okay. That could work. As we're observing it. Maybe I was just going to say put it up as a podcast. Well, but... you could do both. Like the Well, There's Your Problem podcast that I was talking about. Oh, yes, this is true. So they have like a podcast you can listen to, but also slides. Here's some, here's some pictures yeah. to, to gawp out. I think I should release a calendar for 2024 um, of pictures that I've taken. Yeah. Um, like nice pictures, yeah, sort of nice. thematic for each month. Yeah. Something spooky for October, yeah. something spring-like, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But also, if uh, in an ideal world the dates on that calendar would be editable. So I could say things like January the 3rd, St. Shoes Day, April 29th. Put an egg in your bum if you'd like to. I think that would be fine as long as there was room for people to also put their appointments on. Oh, yeah, but like you know how you look oh, at a yeah, calendar yeah, and it says yeah. St. David's Day in yeah. very small letters? It would be like that. It wouldn't yeah, be that's like, fine. here's, yeah. an, here's a, an already filled in calendar. Yeah, I think that'd be okay. Although, an already. Well, hang on a minute, that was Mr. Bean's diary. Was it? Yeah, an already filled in calendar. I don't want this. I had a copy of Mr. Bean's Oh, is this one diary. of those books that you could get, like Bart Simpson's Guide yeah, to yeah. Life? Mr. Bean's diary. Which I think we have a copy of that in this house. Surprisingly funny. I enjoyed the Red Dwarf Survival Handbook, a copy of which I still have upstairs, Ooh. which um, you know had humorous remarks from various <laughs> characters to read and enjoy at your leisure. That's a real Christmas book, isn't it? Mm. Like a stocking filler kind of book. I was a guest on a Red Dwarf podcast. You were. Um, called Better Than Life. I don't yeah. think it'll be out by the time you listen to this episode, but that depends on when you listen to this episode. And I think one of the co-hosts listened to this podcast. Hello, Fergus. How are you? Uh, I like Red Dwarf. I like Red Dwarf. Yeah. Fell, um, fell off around season sort of seven or eight. Well, yeah. Oh no, we're we stepping on their toes. Are they going to start talking about Garfield in retaliation? It's the war of the podcasts. It's like how you've started a YouTube channel talking about Transformers. <laughs> now that would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Just like a little wobbly picture of my, my Starscream or my first aid on the desk. Like, like it's, a, it's a little guy. Um, okay, right. Let's yep. let's take on Please. Chris McFeely's. Right, Chris McFeely, we're coming for you. Who's okay. this? And what does it do? Um, right, ha- guy has handed me a little miniature dude. Um, he sort of looks like a little. Is he a little cat or a rat? No. What is he? He's tiny. 
um oh it's the tape one isn't it he's he's like a little animal but he's also a tape um, no you're telling me this is this is your oh, transformers okay. the he's basics a li- he's a little <laughs> right, well, yeah. transformers the simple <laughs> let's go for that right? transformers for the challenge <laughs> for the, the yes i.e me um right he's got little gray legs which are quite cute um, <laughs> and he's got He's got quite a cross expression on his face. Mm. Is he a, is he a good boy or a naughty boy? Um, he's a naughty boy, and I can tell that because he's got a Decepticon sticker on him. Mm. Um, so I know the difference now. Um, I, I quite liked. I, so this is the problem. Is I I really really liked the the IDW. Mm. Um, I re- I read them. I loved those. Those were brilliant comics because they were tangentially about robots in disguise, like. There were stories about people. There were stories about people who happened to be robots. Yeah. And that, for me, is, like, crack. For me, I wanted more turning into a robot. You wanted more turning a into a robot, yeah. <laughs> um, whereas, for me, I was like, no, this is really cool. Because, like, the fact that they're robots is kind of incidental, except where it's not. But then it's worked into an interesting thing about what is it to be a, a human being or a person. Yeah. Which you got your sci-fi. Yeah, it was, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed them. Um, but the issue is, as we have previously discussed, I can't tell the difference between them. Because they don't have distinct facial features. Um, like they don't. No, I'm still looking at it. Okay. Um, so oh, I was going to transform it. For oh, okay. We'll do that in a minute. Okay. Um, but but like, so I can tell some of the big ones. Um, and my favourite ones. <laughs> yes, you know your um, favourite. I know my favourite ones. Um, <laughs> but like half. This of them... is the part of the show where I interview a six-year-old <laughs> about My Little Pony. Oh, I can tell you about that. Um, I so but a lot of them have got like face shields and things on, and I'm like, mm. how are you supposed to tell what they're thinking? If you can't see their faces, they're probably thinking, "Oh, it's great to be able to turn into a jet ski." But do you know what I mean? Like, I, and, and so there would be like some quite um, dramatic passages where, where I'd, I'd lose track of who was who <laughs> because I don't have a kind of encyclopedic knowledge of what color scheme something is, and I, sure. I don't tell things apart by color scheme. Mm. You know, I tell comic people apart faces, mm. faces, 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 um, and expressions. And I was just there were some instances where there was like really struggling to see them as people because and i get that with cartoons that we've watched as well because i'm like who is this i can't remember who they are because i don't know what color scheme this is and i can't tell from their face and i don't know how they're reacting to this so it feels like a bit soulless sometimes you know anyway tell me um, what, right, what's this guy's so name this little guy i have no idea no, tell me his name um batshit um doggo batshit doggo <laughs> i've genuinely you have told me and i've genuinely forgotten um He's a mad little guy. He's some kind of animal. <laughs> he looks really cross. He's definitely a Decepticon. He's got four little sort of grey legs. Um, uh, oh no, hang on. It just it just says Japan on him. But I don't think that's, that's his name. Of, no, that's not part of his name. He's not called Japan. Um, <laughs> that would be an extremely weird name for yeah. for any character. And but is, for he, this is partic- he the little guy who becomes a tape? And like sits in Soundwave. Well, you're t- you're telling me. So, like I know Soundwave because he's cool because he's got like a, a tape player or some kind of player in his chest. That's the only reason yeah. I know that. But look, has he got a face? Yeah, that's his face. Yeah, but has he got like a little mask? He's on? got a mask on. Yeah, yeah. his so face I'm looks like. Lot... How am I meant to tell? Well, he's probably grumpy, isn't he? <laughs> probably. Yeah. He feels like he shouldn't be a bad guy though, because like tape players are cool. Well, we've got a good guy tape player here. Who's a good guy? Who's the good guy player? That's uh, that's Blaster. Right. Okay. You seem less impressed. No, I'm just, all right. Yeah, transform this little dude for me. I was going to ask so, you yeah, to transform this little dude. We're stepping on Chris. We, we, we're we're, we're fucking coming for you. <laughs> and I'm going to 
uh, step on Dave Ballmer's toes. A baffled woman talks about something she knows nothing about. I'm going to step on Dave Ballmer's toes uh, simply by remembering things that have happened. Yeah. (laughs) I love you, Dave. Okay. Well, Um, incidentally, um, do check out um, Transformers Spaces because even I love those videos and I know nothing about Transformers. Yes, uh, on YouTube. They're very good. They are well good. Um, and obviously check out Sonic the Comic the Podcast. The podcast As we frequently uh, tell promote, tell people yeah. to do. It it's it is well good. good. Oh no, this is And again, that's an one that I really enjoy even though I didn't read Sonic the Comic in the first place because it was like four boys in inverted commas. Oh, um, and been... also it feels like one of those things that would probably have been banned from our house. Yeah, I can see that. I'm gonna stop transforming this because it's going to take up all of my um brain space. Uh, really, can you not do it at the same with this time child's, talking? child's toy? Well, no, because um, I don't want to break it. Oh, right. Is the thing. Is it a difficult one to do? Uh, well, no, it's just I've not... Who is it? Tell uh, me all about him. Uh, so this is Ravage. Oh, you have told me Who that. is, I think, a panther? I always thought he was a dog. But he I looks think like, it's a, like a, um, He's a really mad little guy. He's a, oh, he is a mad little guy. Uh, what, what business did he get up to? <laughs> Naughty business. I think espionage, having a sneak. So he could, like, disguise himself as a... Robot Panther, or just a tape player, or a tape lying around. Well, no, he he was a robot Panther. Like that was his. That was his deal. That was his deal. He didn't become a bloke. He was like, yeah, all right, I'm 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 this guy. Was uh, that like his choice? No, I don't. I don't think you get to choose what you transform into. That feels weird. So the reason they transform into like cars and that is the ship containing them crashed. Yeah. Many thousands of but years that ago. doesn't explain why they were like all transforming into cars on their own home planet. Well, they were transforming into like space cars. But why? Well, I don't know. Why does a hedgehog roll into a ball? Because the original toy line. None did of my that, business. And they had to retcon it to fit. I don't think. They, I, don't think they, I don't think it was retconning. I think that was just telling a story. Anyway, he is a mad little dude. He's so a mad you, d- dude. you did describe that. So actually, very I like well. some of that. Yeah, he's, so a, he's a really mad little dude. Look out, Chris McFailey. <laughs> the hot new Transformers <laughs> YouTube channel is um, is coming your way. Actually, you were genuinely thinking about doing some Dark Souls lore. Oh, yeah. Where yeah you but would just ra- making it up, pulling yeah. it out of my ass. Where you would yeah, write yeah. some nonsense and then I'd narrate it. I really, like I really want to do that. The city of Laudrum is a city. You know what? I might do that later. <laughs> like when we get back. This afternoon, just, or evening, just or write a script. I might. Well, yeah, I just like with some like really hastily dashed off stills, <laughs> and then okay. just a yeah, like a little, you know, the some Elden Ring lore. Okay. That's just like half pulled out of my ass from stuff I have no idea about, like about the guy with the the weird face son. What's his name? I have no idea. Weird son face. That's his name now. The guy weird son face. <laughs> Who's pointing at a giant butt? Oh, him! Yeah. Oh, y- yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, like some gold mask. Him. Yeah. No, no, don't tell me. Oh no, it's sorry. Weird sunface. <laughs> weird sunface is an enigmatic figure in the world of Elden Ring, as you travel the lands between. Yeah. Yeah. That All would you be need to really do funny. Is put and, a voice on. Like and it this. would really annoy people. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm livid <laughs> as we speak. Uh. Uh, he carries with him a giant ritual spoon. Oh, does he? Um, okay. Yeah. And he has an acolyte um, who carries a bowl. Right. And <laughs> Does he have cereal? <laughs> he, he is searching for cereal. Um, cereal uh, is a pun in English. A clever translation from the original Japanese. And then, like, it's a cereal as in, like, he's looking for cereal numbers across 
<laughs> You're twitching. Uh, You're yeah. twitching. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry, love. Oh, I need to do this. Sorry, I accidentally stood on your toe. Yes, it, I need to do this. Th- there was a point where it crossed over into intense psychic damage, sorry, and then you trod on my little toe, sorry which felt like a nice. Um, um, that you, you, your face then was like absolute perfection. I want to do that across now, YouTube. I I can explain why my face was like that, and it wasn't because you were getting Elden Ring law wrong. It was because it was the wrong kind of silly. Why is that? The serial serial number thing i don't know it it felt to me like the wrong kind of silly like the word spoon shouted by the tick felt a little lol random and i'm not saying this as a criticism i'm saying this just as a sort of this is how my brain works and the right kind of silliness and the right kind of like it was it was just pulled out of thin air oh, no no I, no I, I i know that and like i say it's it's not a criticism of you but it's interesting that I don't know. See, seeing, it's a bit like in the TV show Severance. the The job that they have is looking at numbers on a screen, and when numbers give them a sort of unpleasant, um, not economic. What's the economics but for feelings? Emotional reaction. That's a moderately autistic sentence. Um, the numbers that give them a, a negative emotional reaction, they have to move to a particular thing. And it, I think I'm a bit like that with jokes, in mm. that if I see something, I I can tell that it's not right. For you. For me, yes. Not right for you. Yes, okay. So, Well, other people are allowed to be wrong. They can, you know, that's that's fine, but they just need to be maybe, told. Maybe it would be helpful to say for me when mm. you say these things. But for, for your own kind of, you know, personal development. No, no, I, I think that as the, the main character, mm. it is very important that everybody does what I say. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like the idea of, like, maybe the law of Elden Ring plants or something. I was genuinely thinking... Or maybe, maybe, what what was it that really annoyed you? Oh yeah, when I decided to play football with one of the skulls and get it between the trees as goalposts mm. while singing the match of the day theme. And that, that was made, That terrible. made you livid. While your character was <laughs> dressed Shrek. as Shrek. Yes. Yeah. Um, something I was genuinely thinking about when Elden Ring first released was putting together a YouTube video similar to like the law videos by people whose like full time job it is now to make law videos about Elden Ring, like doing the ten most delicious spells, like which spells would taste nicest. That sounds like something else that we can add to the list of stuff mm. that we should do on our YouTube. <laughs> Here's a YouTube channel that's about follies, and then every now and again, a really irritating video no, about no, Elden separate, Ring. Entirely separate. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I just, Elden Ring law, and I'm gonna just make stuff up whole cloth with like slightly shonky, still cat, like you know, drawings. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not not even capturing gameplay footage. No. Just... Although that would be really powerful, wouldn't it? Just doing that and then completely. How 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 difficult is it to capture gameplay footage? Incredibly. A... Well, I stream video games, yeah. which is capturing and gameplay then, footage. And then how how difficult is it to like edit to make sure that the voices at the same time, you know, put the voices well, that, left that's over. just edit. Do you know that I've done I can't video do... video game capture for an actual TV show? No. Yeah, there's a there were I think they've pivoted into just being esports, but years and years and years ago, I did something for I think Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Um, so he wrote the script, played the game, recording it uh, to like get all the what different. Was that? I don't remember that. Oh, years and years ago, just like I took a day off from my day job to I go and do that. Yeah, 
Um, but anyway, yeah, so what you yeah. do is you get the footage. And chop, it doesn't. It, it, it can just bits. be random footage. It can be random footage, and then you place the audio track wherever you'd like to place the audio is it, track. Is it, you have to show me how to do it. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I might do that later. I'm, just, just gonna, learn my mini, video my editing. My mini project for today <laughs> is to produce like a couple of minutes of shit posting. Can I voice it? Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Yeah, you need I to. I can't do it, like, quite. Really I can't quite do. Oh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who talks. Uh, no, but all you need to do is like your best David Attenborough kind of, you know, or, or like you know, serious, um, serious mean, YouTuber who takes this stuff far a, too seriously. A David Attenborough. No, voice. no, no. You know what I mean? Just like a, like like you're doing a, a very serious. No no, 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 no. Let me play. No. Let me play with this noise oh. for a second. No, oh, that really hurts. <laughs> like that. That really felt like I was being told off for having fun for a second. No, you're not being told off for having um, fun. You, you've been interrupted try. in a thing. But what I was trying to do off. was see if I could find a tangible Morgan Freeman. Oh, that's a very good the Morgan Freeman. The lands of Elden Ring. But not appropriate for this No, music. No, I no. know, but I just wanted to say something about now Goldmask himself. Mm. No, that moved away from Morgan Freeman. Yes. Anyway. Probably some, probably something like this. Yes, that's it. Something yeah. that I might use for a voiceover for a commercial about medical products. Yes, something like that. The l the world of the lands between yes. has a dark and storied past. For example, this guy who <laughs> once put his finger up his bum and got so mad he turned into a horse. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, the story of weird sun dude and why he's pointing at stuff. I have a save file on my PC that could do that. I, mind you, I could also just plug my PlayStation just plug in. Plug it in, play some random stuff. We, we have to be very careful of the Jay Foreman familiarity curve on this. Mm. And just do it. Well, you're the one doing the writing, yeah, yeah. so I'll just yeah. tell tell me what to do, yeah. and I'll do it. I realise that's why I like acting so much, because I turn up, I get told what to do, and I do it. And then I'm either told, well done, or I'm told, do it again, but do this bit differently. And then I do that. And then I'm either told, well done, or I'm told, do this again, but do this bit differently. And then ultimately, they say what they're going it's to do done. And then they do it. Yeah. It's, mm. it's really nice. I turn up, I get told what to do, and then everybody goes home. Sometimes I get to wear a costume, and that's nice. That's what I want. Uh, you, being a hobo, God. just sitting on a train, like, travelling around, looking but at things. But that's breaking rules. Yeah, but that's breaking train rules. That's cool. You do get quite anxious about breaking rules. Is, is this is this going to turn into the story of the garden centre? Well, that is where one there of was them. a sign that yeah. said "Do not move baskets beyond this point." And I thought, well, this will be funny. I'll film myself moving the basket beyond mm. this point, making sure to capture the sign in the footage, and then overlay it with "Fuck the police." Uh, what happened was clearly some sort of near field communication object was inside the basket, and it triggered an alarm. And you can see you in the panic. footage that I fucking scarper. You do. You, you leave the day. You panic. And then you uh, cackled at me. You yeah. laughed for the first time yeah. in several weeks yeah. um, because I displayed a fundamental <laughs> lack of bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You talk a big game about like breaking the rules. and I'm a good boy. But you ultimately, you get really anxious about it, bless you. Well, I'm a, well yeah, because that's... Some rules should be broken. Legality I, is not morality. No, I, I wonder as well if that sometimes you have trouble with which rules should be broken and which shouldn't be when it comes to things that don't really matter. Possibly. Mm. Like Poss social rules, as previously discussed. 
well, I, I, I'm like not autistic get, until somebody says that yeah, I am, until get, somebody get, with authority says that I am. You've gotten quite anxious, for example, about like when, um, you know, there's been like an order wrong in a restaurant or something for me. Now, and I've said to the, you know, the server, like, you know, oh, I'm really sorry, but um, could you, um, this isn't what I ordered. And you get quite anxious. That's because it. I worry about how you interact with front facing customer service people. And you I do. wonder if it's because Needlessly. I've done a lot of customer service stuff. No, it's needless. I've also I, done customer service stuff. I wonder if it's also because, as somebody who has had to sort of do their own learning about how interactions work, I worry about getting it wrong. Mm, I think and that's then, what it is, yeah. No, but I also worry that sometimes you can just be a bit rude. <laughs> no, I don't think I am. I always go out of my way to be polite when it comes to something like that. I think you 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 can't tell the difference between rude and um, appropriately assertive. Mm, I think maybe because yeah. I I am like not very good at standing no, up. No, you're myself. not. No, whereas like sometimes you know like uh, when I've had poor service somewhere, you've been like, no, don't make a fuss, and I'm like, I'm with respect. I've paid for this. I, I I'm going to politely but firmly assert you know that I want this corrected, and and I think that makes you nervous. Because um, you're not I, quite sure. I don't know. There's, there's a, there's a way of doing I'm it. I'm comfortable negotiating. That. I think with me, I front load things with like, "Hello, sorry to be a pain. Can we fix this?" I, I front load it with that because I think it might be because yeah, that's I do, how I. I do sometimes as well, but but sometimes if something's not fixed, you then need to move to. You know, maybe it's like, maybe it's similar to, hey, we're back to neurodivergent chat on this carpet podcast. Maybe it's similar to how I get a little bit weirded out by your business sona that, Possibly, that you put yeah. on a different voice. And that sometimes when you, talk, when you talk to people in like a customer service capacity, I can tell that you're putting it on. And I worry that they can tell that you're putting it on. And as a result, they'll think, why is this person going... So like, the, why is this the person majority doing of people recognise that you're putting it on and they welcome it. Because Aye, because you're up. both entering a space of this these are our social expectations. We've set up we've we've unconsciously well we've consciously set up a space in which this is how we are going to interact. These are the rules that we're going to follow in this space. So this we might have talked about this on the podcast Again, before. Once I know differently, once I know that someone's uncomfortable with that, then you know, I'll adjust appropriately. When when we were at but. a bar and we were ordering an interesting beer and the lady said would you like to try it first and i said oh why is it terrible and you went guy like, well yeah she, but to she, be fair so did the person she, that we were with as she, well. she asked for a reason yeah but so did the other person that well, we were with yeah but we both recognized that it was like for that interaction you hadn't developed the degree of um familiarity with that no but it allowed would have rendered it, it appropriate it's it i would say uh, i would argue that it sort of removed the tension of the situation by... no because she bristled but you didn't see it well no then she laughed and was yeah like... but that's because the, that's what was expected in that situation so the laugh was the laughter of someone in a customer service situation who's who's dealing with a customer and then and then after that you know it was eased because you know we we kind of in us uh, us recognizing that oh gosh was like a bit of a like no because no, a bit of a card because, because that, that, that that's gave, how it went no down. By, by saying <laughs> is it terrible that gave her the opportunity to be like well some people don't like it or some you know it's a bit much for for some people yeah but she took you at face value um and, well, yeah, and I, could, I, was... I so i could tell from her body language from her facial expression and from from from, from that that she'd kind of gone a bit 
there was a tenseness where she wasn't quite sure how this interaction was going to go and whether you were going to be difficult. Well, um, why would I be difficult? She doesn't know. She doesn't know. You, you, as the person doing it, but this is the thing about putting yourself in other people's shoes. You didn't recognise that. So that's why me and the other person that we were with, to be fair, were a bit like, mm. um, and, th and then between us, you know, we smoothed it out and then, you know, we ended up having like a really nice, you know, sort of formal, you know, but like the, you know, customer-server relationship with that server. And, and it was, you know, it was nice. But that initial kind of moment, so what you'd done was you deviated from the accepted social script. Um, so in that situation, if someone said, would you like to try it? I'd have gone, oh, yes, please, actually. Yeah, no, I'd really like that. Thank you. And then I've, you know, that's, I've gone to the accepted social script. And then from that point onwards, once we kind of established familiarity, then I might have gone, you know, made a bit of joke about it or something to, you know, put the situation at ease. But there's always that kind of power dynamic in that situation. Um, and that person doesn't know you and they don't know how you're going to react. So that's why we have these kind of standardised social models for interaction until the degree of familiarity and ease has been accomplished. The face that you're making. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I don't buy it. No, I know you don't. It doesn't mean it's not real. Mm. You, you, the, the fact that you can't see the eighth colour doesn't mean it's not there. I think it's important to mention that there is no eighth colour. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a metaphor. You're a metaphor. You're, you're a metaphor 98. You're a metaphor 98. What would that video game look like? French. <laughs> Just extremely French. You play as Maurice Merleau-Ponty, and it's a platformer, and the end boss is Jean-Paul Sartre, after they'd had a falling out. Possibly. Possibly. Or it could be um, a brawler. Nice. Uh, where you are, oh, like um, a, right, like it's a, a brawler. Street fighter, you but are with no, it's a brawler. You are Proust, right? Um, and oh, a brawler like Streets of Rage. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So you are Proust, um, yeah. and you can play like other characters, like Shakespeare. Okay. Or um, uh, let me think. Francis Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Um, or John Donne. Okay. Um, and um, you must battle increasingly elaborate, literalised metaphors. Okay. Um, and at the end of each stage, you get like, uh, you can use a new move, um, which is like named after a literary technique. Okay, in Streets of Rage, you had a special ability, which was to call some of your... Um, like your, bad erst, your, your erstwhile colleagues mm. who would fire missiles yeah, from their car. Some bad dudes. What would the equivalent special move be? Um, it would be, um, so I think you'd have, like, uh, alliteration as your, um, right. special move, where someone, like, uh, uh, yeah, a big, a big, a huge lumbering man, right. uh, comes along, um, opens a tiny writing case, and loads and loads of little quills come out. Okay. Um, and every time they hit someone, it goes, ah! That's a literary in-joke for people there. That's assonance, technically. It's the repetition of vowels. No, no, I know this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking ass on ants, which is a very different game. It is, yeah. That, anyway. That was by Sid Meier. That's my story, and I'm sticking that's to your, it. That's your story. <laughs> okay. Although, like, a little side-scrolling platformer where Sartre rolls into a ball like Sonic the Hedgehog would be... Yeah, that would be good. 
would be f- actually just one eye rolling wildly. just a palette swap of like <laughs> a, a little weird chibi Sartre. Um, is it Sartre? 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 Jean Paul Sartre? Jean Paul Sartre? 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 No, I'm assuming. Sartre. The, the, the R doesn't come right at the end. Sartre? Sartre? Jean Paul Sartre? Jean Paul Sartre? Je ne sais pas. I believe it. I believe that's where it is. I I've been trying to trying to practice rolling my R's because it's not at the back it's not it's roll my R in a French accent you can't do it for Spanish so like sapre sapre so that that I can do but I can't do it for like or like you know Pierre it's I can I can't do it for other languages maybe it's because I started French so young tip of the tongue really it's definitely not at the back it's not Oh. No, what a, what a weird also, audio experience this also is. Also, it makes me sneeze. Nice. Trying. Mm. Anyway. Raw. Raw. Raw la la. We should probably talk about Garfield because I want to, like, I don't know if I'm going to have time for a run now. Yes, you're going to have time for a run. It's I don't think I am. It's 10 to 12. 10 to 12? Yeah. Pl- well, we're, we're leaving at 2. How, how long are you going to be running? Well, we're, also, we're getting there at go. 3. I'm not running in the rain, so I'd have to go to the gym. Fair enough. Well. Anyway. Good. Garfield. Garfield. Uh, this television is too thin. It's a very thin TV. It looks like it could scamper off, mm. like gallop away at any minute. Yeah. First panel, John is sitting cross-legged behind the back of the TV. There's like some tools, I think, on the floor. Human fingers. Yeah, he looks... They look like human fingers or yeah, tampons or sausages. He's got his, um, his chin in his hand. Cross-legged. looking very frustrated. Head in his hand. Very, very thin 70s TV. Three buttons underneath the small square screen, big old speaker. He's clearly having some sort of technical difficulties, much like I did before the episode yeah. started. And he's saying, hmm. Mm. And we see Garfield approaching. Garfield prowling. Um, with a foul with, expression. With focus on yeah. his face, I'd say. Um, panel two. Uh, Garfield has clubbed the TV. He is performing percussive maintenance. Yes, he's given it a big old hit. There's a sound effect saying smack. The telly's wobbling. John is shocked. Yeah, Yeah. lots of movement lines. John is sitting sort of bolt upright. Arms have been thrown back a little bit. He's quite surprised. Uh, Garfield's front paw seems to have turned into a back paw. Like his one of his his left his left cat arm has become a foot, and it's bending the wrong way. Oh, it's really weird when you look at it in detail. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. It's It's almost Jim Davis special. It's almost like syndicated newspaper comics from the 1970s don't hold up particularly well Aww. to advanced scrutiny. Panel three, the percussive maintenance has worked. There is a lass having a sing, because that's notes what telly is. Notes are coming out of the telly. The notes should be coming out of the speaker. Yeah. That's, I sure hope someone got fired for that blunder. Yeah. But uh, then they'd be entering Garfield's backside. They would be, and that's a crime. <laughs> that's a crime, yeah. Uh, John is looking at the viewer. He's grumpy that this has worked. Garfield is sauntering away like it ain't no knees. thing. I'd say... I'd probably be quite pleased if I'd tried to do this and then it hadn't worked, but then my cat fixed it. I'd be a little bit I'd be very surprised. I'd be very surprised. They're not helpful animals. I would be more surprised than John is. Mm, He's like, oh, typical. Yeah, whereas what he should be actually is like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, what? It's weird that my cat knew to do that and understood what's going on. Garfield, that John reacts to Garfield's escapades as if he is a real cat and he's consistently startled by his behaviour. Okay. Garfield without artifice. It's like real field. Gar- Garfield, hang on. Garfield without 
what ah that thing that was in my head a second ago and now it isn't the fourth wall no the uh when you buy into something and then you go along with it and then that can be skewered by something happening that takes you out of it what's that called suspension of disbelief right, yes garfield without the suspension of disbelief there we go yeah thank you very much okay well you're welcome. Then, uh it's nice to meet you hello hello I'm glad I could rub a duck for you. Do you remember when we first met and you poured a pint of beer over my nice suit? It was an accident. I spilled it on a table. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. I felt very bad. Not least because it was, you know, it was a full pint of beer and I was, was looking, a, forward, yeah, to looking forward to a full pint yeah. of beer. So there we go. That's, anyway. Um, yeah. How do I feel about this comic? I feel quite neutral. I don't actually. know if I feel anything. I've, I feel quite neutral, um, which I'm counting as a positive because mm. it hasn't made me actively angry it's not enraged it yet. hasn't enraged me which it, you know regular listeners will know frequently i become enraged but mm. you, by sometimes you don't care for it yeah well let's have a look at the comments speaking of being enraged there are 20 of them oh did i tell you somebody um might have found out who vulo the face borrower is not like doxed them but i think this person streams garfield stuff oh and whether they're doing this as a bit for their own channel, I'm not sure. But I think that um, we might, yeah, know who that person is. Oh, well. Like I say, not not in a docs way. We don't know their, their no. human name and address. Um, but that was exciting. But uh, another door to their online identity has creaked open. Yeah, I, I might see if I can watch one of their streams. I see what they will do. not watch Garfield content. No, nor should you. Uh, Mixer Hashi, almost 13 years ago, says it's not over until the fat lady sings. Uh, there's two replies to that. She's not fat, uh, misspells Captain Corgi, and or is she? Says no more green-haired kid over two years ago. What a pointless Splinter thing. Splinter four eight seven zero eight. Move over, Fonzie. Here comes Garfield. Was that? A thing I understood that, that reference. Uh, the jukebox. He would hit oh. it. He would give it a give it a bump, and it would leap it into would song. Oh, yeah. I didn't really watch Happy Days. It was a Channel Four thing. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah. Well, right Happy Days, of course, is where Mork came from. I did know that. It's Mork and Mindy. Mork and yeah. Mindy is a spin-off from Happy Days, which much like feels, Frasier is a spin-off from Cheers. Yeah, which feels peculiar somehow. It's weird, isn't it? You'd, you wouldn't expect an alien. No. In a, in a happy day. Apparently they... Was Seinfeld a spin It wasn't a spin-off in anything, or was no. it? Apart from, like, Jerry Seinfeld's comedy. Yeah. yeah. I, apparently, when filming, I think, Mork and Mindy, they had to have several external foreign language consultants on set. To, well, make, to make sure he hadn't actually said to make sure he wasn't it. swearing in in different languages because he was like a like up. a Robin Williams. Yeah. Well, no, by choice, not oh, like right, not I accidentally see. going vaffanculo, oh. but intentionally, like as part of his. Hey, I'm Robin Williams. You've pulled the string, and I'm fucking off. Yes. Like for a laugh, putting some. Uh, I'd like to watch Flubber. I I want to I've watch a real mid tier nineties Robin Williams I've film. Never just seen it. it's it's charming. I've seen Hook, but that's not mid-tier. Hook is fucking Hook great. Hook is a great film. Don't try and stop me, Smee, Smee. Don't try and stop me. Stop me, Smee. Smee, Smee. Try and stop me, Smee. Mm, that's a good film. It was fucking great. Glenn Close was in it. She was, yeah. The Boob Ox was genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Boob Ox. Uh, no, I used to like Hook. Yeah. Good. Very good. I'll, wa I'll watch it at Christmas if it's on. Shall we watch it? Yeah. You've got a McAllister house. To build have, out of Lego, I have, which is I'm so excited. That was my birthday present. I'm legit exciting. Yeah, I've got some lovely Lego to build. Yeah, Lenog. Uh, what were we talking about then? Garfield. Robin Williams. Did you ever see the thing that he? Have you seen the clip of him doing um, uh, like outtakes with Elmo? Yes. That was lovely. Yeah. 
Very charming. Right. Um, one WAP ought to do it, as Lucy says from Peanuts, says MI. There's a reply to that, and the reply reads, I interviewed Lucy. She's a football now. What a world. And that's from Rulo the Face Borrower. You know what? Yeah, fair enough. Don't dislike that. Angel Princess 72, wish my TV would work like that. Why? Yeah. Don't. Your TV is probably a flat screen because it's yeah. now almost impossible to get CRTs. If I hit that TV... It would break it. It would immediately yeah. break. Um, but the tubes weren't in it. Oh, miney boy, are these tubes from the telly? They could be they tubes. They might be, yeah, they might be. Little... Maybe he's taken the old tubes out and put the... Yeah. Oh, there we go. That might be it. That... Holy shit, is that a... Was that the first helpful comment? It might be. Fuck me running. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, Comics Master, just kick it, people. That works with soda machines. Yep. Uh, Weatherford.joe says... Hey! Do you think that's a Thoms reference? Again? It might be a Thoms thing. Like a hey! Uh, smacking is the key to happiness, especially when you have a job. I think. Fuck? I think that person might be a very high-powered investment banker who, at the weekends, gets pummeled. Not um, good for them. Uh, Speedster Spider says a. Hey. This must be Thoms. That's a Thoms. That's yeah. a Thoms reference. Captain Corgi says always works. But again, I, is this guy's deal like misspelling oh, things with a Z? It's not great. Wait, so John was tired, so Garfield got him awake with the TV, so only he can be drowsy, says Love to Laugh. No, that person has just fundamentally misunderstood the facial expression that Jim Davis has attempted to That's... draw. Oh, a, there is a reply, which reads, I think John was, was was struggling to find a legitimate fix for the TV. Meanwhile, Garfield waltzes up and gets it working again with a simple smack. The rams between. Mm. Uh, Cookie1371, does anybody know what model of television this might be? Now, is this going to be a genuine reply? Does somebody know this? No. Well, I'm not oh, sure Christ. if this exact model exists, Christ but the Almighty. 1960 Atelier FE867A seen here looks slight, looks fairly similar. Well, obvious, that, obviously yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a look at that. And um, yeah, no, it that does, is yeah. that's it, a very similar looking a similar looking telly. I yeah. I knew that was deep down that that would be that kind of reply. Oh, that that was actually quite informative. There is no surprise to no. me at all that somebody on well. the internet could identify the most likely candidate for a TV used in a Garfield strip. Uh, John just got played. Says Fat we Cat are Animations. In the dark uh, I think actually John just got helped. Yeah. And finally, Spaceman Spiff CCE. First person to comment on this post gets ten thousand dollars. Someone replies, "Me." Okay. Im imagine though, if they did. Do imagine. you reply to every spam email promising you five thousand like, like, dollars? When I'm bored, I, when I'm bored, I sometimes do. Um, you stepped on my feet a lot Sorry in this. About that. It's, well, it's, it's keep, all right. Keep, the issue is that you've not got your socks on, so your feet are cold. So you keep trying to like tuck your feet un under my feet. No, I've, I've never once tried to tuck my feet under you your feet. You have. No, I've not. You have. What? You've tried to tuck them under my knees. No, you keep no, putting them on no, top of them. You put them underneath. That's some affectionate pressing. That's nothing to do with. When but I, I but I need to sort of shuffle to get comfortable. Yeah, that's fine. When I want to warm my feet, I'll tuck them under my behind your my kneecappers and tuck them under my own bum and if you'd like to tuck something under your own bum you can go to patreon.com slash idlm podcast and chuck us a couple of quid a episode no a month that's the one uh, to keep the lights on buzz 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 buzzing, um, that helps pay for the hosting and such 
Yes. So there we go. Yep. Um, apologies again for those who have been hankering after an episode, yeah, but I'd nice. much rather wait until we, we we're both well enough we could to, to record no. a podcast. We couldn't have done it. Because I listen to podcasts, and I think if I listen to a podcast that I enjoyed, which presumably some of you must do, um, only to hear the hosts sound audibly distraught, I'd find that quite an upsetting experience. Oh. I'd find that quite unpleasant. Um, so it's taken a minute, but hopefully... We're going to be back on this particular audio horse. We'll just we'll do our best. We'll do our always. best. I also hope that this is audible. Yeah, it should be yeah, okay. Should be okay. Um, I did start a coffee page for people who don't want to use uh, Patreon, but I'm not sure whether. Oh, why is that not lighting up? That should be lighting up. That's weird. Why is this taking the audio? What the fuck's know. happened there? It's obviously there's some audio is definitely happening though. Look. Maybe it's because. I'm a no, Londoner. Do, do oh, no, there we go. Offline. Do this offline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's because I was talking in that direction, and these are very directional right, microphones, yes. and that's why I, we need to talk into them. Fair right. Enough. I'm very smart. Apologies for any audio qualities. I spent half an hour trying to get this fucking thing working, and I don't know if I have. Hmm. We've done our best. We've done our best, and you know what? That's fine. For those of you listening to this bit, thank you. Thank have you very much. Have a lovely rest of your day. I hope this has put a smile on your face. Yeah. I hope that you're looking after yourselves. Um, Question oh. for the audience. Okay. What are your favourite Christmas Nin. chocolates? What are your favourite Christmas chocolates? Christmas slash festive season slash whatever you do. When or you do have not a sort celebrate. of holiday spread. There's a holiday that involves spread, boxes yeah. of yeah. treats. What are your favourite chocolates? For that you occasion? can find this podcast Ooh. on Twitter uh, at IDLM Podcast. Probably should start a blue sky because that's. Sky. I've uh, got a. Oh, so have I. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've had one for ages. I've just not got around to the fucking yeah. thing. Uh, if you like this, tell your friends. Leave us a rating and review. That'd be nice. It helps people listen to it. And then, <laughs> jokes on them. They've listened to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. I reckon we've recorded an episode of I Don't Like Mondays. I think so. The first time in nearly two months. Yeah. Oh, well done, us. Well done, us. Well done, us. Oh, things have been hard. Oh, no. on, uh, one, foot in, one foot in front of the other. That's yeah. all we can do. The only has, way out is through. It has been... I noticed about halfway through, but I didn't want to say anything. It's been a bit weird not being interrupted by Bourbon. Yeah, I thought that at the start, yeah. that it's going to be strange yeah. not having him walk up, put his paws on you, meow, get on the desk, get on my computer and yeah. make me worry about knocking things over. Bless him. He was the best little guy, and I feel his miss, feel his miss, feel his absence very strongly. Mm. One thing I regret is I never put my finger in his mouth when he yawned. <laughs> I think I, you did, didn't you? No, I always uh. I, I went near to doing it but never did, but I think he would have just gone and then looked done. confused. Yeah. Ha. He was a good little guy. He was a good little guy. Rest in peace, Bourbon. Larp, harp, tarp, tarp. Yeah. Yeah. Right then, have a lovely day everyone. Yes, uh, Catherine, uh, what do you think about Mondays? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>